WrestleMania 39 is not only in the books, but also Raw after Raw after Mania is in the books. But I, I don't I don't know. Some some was was a little different. It was a little off. Like like they brought some somebody somebody else to book the show after he had left the company. They brought him in to book the show because they was gonna sell the company. No, and you know what? You know what? I'm tripping. We, we'll talk about it because because I'm I'm tripping. I gotta be. Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, she means always, they mean always, you mean always, an instant classic. There he goes! We will see you on the flippity dippity. Oh yeah. I'm sure you know what's funny about that. Uh, speaking of, while we're getting 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 into this show here, uh, the funny thing about that intro, just off topic. I hate I'll, it. I'll, I'll, yeah. Well, it'll it'll change soon. Uh, but the funny part about that intro is, I think that flippity dippity clip is from the last flippity dippity clip <laughs> that I took for the intro before, like way back when. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, what is going on? Good people. Back at it again, WrestleMania review. And I mean, I guess we could talk about the Raw after Mania too. Not that much to talk about, but anywho. I, I, I didn't watch it, so we we Well, I, I, I will fill you in. Right. And that's the show. Because <laughs> nothing happened. Um it was probably and let's just start with that while we're on it. It was probably the most uneventful Raw after Mania that ever was. But anyway. First things first, DJ here, Casey there for our audio audience who is probably like, who the heck talking and who the heck other guy talking? It's DJ and it's Casey. You know, that, that's what it is. But uh, I, I mean, I mean, come on, I mean, first off, for Optimania, well, let's just start with that. Nothing, right. nothing came, nothing came of it. Nothing. There was like, usually, Raw Optimania is one of the best. Not only weekly shows, period, but Raw shows, especially throughout the year. You know, I think everybody's excited about Raw Mania. They're excited to see like what's going to happen, what new debuts are going to come come out of it. You know, especially even with the announcement that WWE and UFC had merged or whatever. You know, they could have done a whole lot of things. They could have pulled some strings that we haven't seen in in a very very long time, and nothing happened. Literally, like. <clears throat> Roman came out and they did a promo. They set up a tag a tag match between uh, it was Roman and Solo Sokoa, um, and they're still teasing the dissension between Roman and the Usos now. And they were gonna go and Brock Lesnar came out because it had to be basically Paul Heyman set the stage that it had to be somebody who can't challenge for the title. So, I mean, that could have been anybody, but I guess they stuck with the storyline of it and went with Lesnar because he already lost a. Reigns way back when, and he couldn't challenge for the title again. Skip ahead through the show because nothing else happened. Like literally, nothing else happened. We get to the end of the show, main event, same tag tag team match I just mentioned. Doesn't even get started. Brock Lesnar turns on Cody Rhodes. Actually, he had a cowboy hat on, which is funny. Uh, he took the cowboy hat off 
haircut, so heel Brock is back. Uh, he turned on Cody and just pretty much beat him down. That was the end. That that was the show. Like that was the big. That was the moment. That that's what we got. That was it. Um, so I, I was talking to a friend of mine. He was like, "That was that was awful. That was that was like if, if that was the most Vince booked Raw I've seen in a long time." And I mean, we even there was some rumblings about different matches being pulled. We've seen the report. I don't know if you've seen the reports, but I've seen the reports of like different matches being pulled from Mania, um, like LA Knight being pulled, um, a potential LA Knight Lashley match being pulled from Mania. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's some uh, Becky Lynch, I think, was pulled from Raw last night. Um, so it's just a lot of not only uncertainty, but just weirdness going on in WWE right now, once again, because Vince is back and um, he doesn't need to be. Um, but I mean, any any thoughts on what I just explained was Raw after Mania? Because that's literally all that happened. Like Brock turned heel and that was it. They like set up some new feuds, but it wasn't anything like that either you weren't expecting. Like, I mean... Omos started. Omos jobbed out Elias, I think it was. But other than that, like, there's nothing big coming out of Mania as of right now. Do you have any thoughts on that, or is that exactly how you expected it to go? I mean, hearing that Vince is back, that is exactly how I expected it to go, and I, I don't understand why Vince is back, especially like. If they're going to do a sale or a merger with UFC, which I, I think that'll be a, a, a separate video we could talk about just in general because there's a lot to unpack there, I feel like. But why does he... It, it doesn't make sense to me that he comes back. I, I guess Triple H, from what I've heard, is still the head of creative, but Vince has the final say in everything. I don't understand why he's coming back in that capacity if you're just going to sell the company anyway. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Like you could still be like, you know, obviously involved in the sale because it's your company, but why why it just doesn't make sense to me that he's back in that capacity. Yeah. Because it's, again, it's going are you are you trying to tank the ratings right before a sale? That doesn't make any sense. But, you know, it felt very Vince McMahon's no Vince McMahon knows ratings, pal. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Um, right. It felt like, oh, let's put Brock over because he's Brock and, and Brock and UFC and those connections or something. Um, even even looking at the night before, my personal opinion is I felt like Roman winning was very like, oh, wow, that was surprising. Um, you know, let's ex- I could understand why you would extend it out because then you can play up the whole, you know, Cody can't win the big one, your dad couldn't win the big one, you can build up the cheap heat if you want to or whatever, and then you can build up off of it. But at the same time, like, I came into Mania, I mean, we talked about it on the preview, I came into Mania thinking this is the perfect time for Cody to win, right? I tried to be optimistic after the fact, um, that it didn't happen, and I mean, I do like Roman, and I like I've I, I enjoyed his reign, but at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking, like, did they do that because as of right now, to let's just say the casual portion of the audience, 
Roman Reigns is the bigger star and you're simply just selling the UFC. It like it may it brings me back to that time where Vince was booking and it was very much so like Vince's style of booking. Like when, you know, when after Vince was past his prime, like after Vince knew what he felt like he knew what he was doing and he was this evil genius, like and could before he before and really I don't know. Sometimes I feel like was Vince ever truly a good booker or did he have a good staff in place that was able to say, eh, Vince, I don't really like that. We should try this. Um, Cause that's the other thing too. Like it just feels very like, it feels like they're trying to push for the casual fans, the people who oddly enough would be UFC fans who might trickle down to WWE to see what's up. But like, I don't know. I still, I'm still going to be under the, I'm going to die on the heel of cater to the people who are going to be there, whether it's good or whether it's bad. And the casual fans are going to come because the amount of casual fans that WWE gained from booking NXT and the way that they booked it uh, back when it was the original black and gold, I think is a testament to how good not only wrestling can be, uh, but also like, you can gain fans through the art of wrestling too. What do you think? I think mania was the time to put the title on Cody plain and simple. I I think on one hand, I get it. We didn't lost. We didn't lost the chase. Is he back now? Okay, I don't know if it's your end or my end, but it's it's the the connection is weird. One of the ends just ain't connected. Um, I I can see on one hand, like, and it and it's I don't think it has to do with the casual fans. I don't. I think it has to do with WWE's obsession with numbers and stats. You watch, we watch it every year when the Rumble comes up. They talk about all these numbers and all these stats and. You know, uh, Bruno San Martino was the longest reigning WWE champion of all time. And, you know, so-and-so was, you know, they'll, they'll say Ric Flair was 16-time champion, even though he was more than that. But it's numbers. And that's what they want. They want they want Roman to get over 1,000. They, they want him to get to 1,000 days as champion. That's all they care about. I think this was the time to put the title on Cody. Literally 99.99% of the people in attendance at WrestleMania were there to see Cody Rhodes win the title. Cody Rhodes finally get to that pinnacle that his dad never got to, was never able to get to, that his brother was never able to get to. He was the one. And I think, yeah, you know, you could push it back to, to, to SummerSlam. And be like, oh, you couldn't win the big one, blah, blah, blah. But I think that's just a slap in the face, to, to an, another slap in the face to the Rhodes family. They, they've been slapped in the face so many times by WWE and just had to take it and had to make it, you know, I, I said it to, to Adam when we were talking about it, had to make, you know, chicken salad out of chicken shit. Like, w- with Dusty and the, the polka dots. 
It was to try to humiliate him. What did he do? He made it work. Goldust. What did he do? He made it work. Cody, when he was had to be Stardust, he hated it, but he made it work. Um, and yes, you know, you could again, you could push it back to SummerSlam, and it, if you do that, I would, I would make some BS storyline like you know. SummerSlam was always so special to my dad, blah, blah, blah. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't get the big one at Mania, but I'm going to do it for my dad at, at his favorite pay-per-view or whatever, SummerSlam. You could do that, but still, it, it, it's still, I, and I love SummerSlam. Some of my favorite matches of all time were from SummerSlam, but at the end of the day, it's still second best. <laughs> It's still the B pay-per-view. It's not the pinnacle. It's not the showcase of the immortals where I still believe Cody Rhodes should have won the title. Yeah. And and my other so like like I said, I, I looked at both sides. I, I I would have been content with either. Um I definitely thought Cody was gonna win. Uh but I'm I'm okay with getting more than one unpredictable match out of it i guess this is the best way i can put it um i'm i'm cool with this feud continuing that continuing as opposed to cody winning the first match and then nothing comes of it afterwards but i think at the same time kind of like you said like wrestlemania was a good time to do it because like let's be honest right how many (laughs) like how much does that put cody rhodes over regardless of if you know him or not right number one is your biggest stage you got a bunch of casual fans watching just because it's wrestlemania number two right cody rose is a star i think we all see that um i think we all see that i think other people see it i think casual fans see it some people say he's a little small but i mean that's kind of the nature of wrestling today anyway um they're smaller than what people you know what the 80s and 90s were looking for anyway I, one thing I will add, and you you brought up that that you know for the casual fans, I think more so for WrestleMania, you need to cater to the live audience. Yeah, the how many I forgot how the number that they said how many thousand people were there. Those aren't the casual fans though. Casual fans aren't going to pay three four hundred dollars to go to WrestleMania. They're gonna watch it on Peacock, of course, because you know they pay what eight ninety nine a month for Peacock, and oh, it's on there. They don't have to pay anything extra, so of course they're gonna watch it on Peacock. But you cater to the fans that are there that are paying those those big money tickets. Mm-hmm. All of them wanted to see Cody. Yeah. So yeah, I I I could, I could agree with that, and I and I feel like too, like you know, it's as big of a moment as any. And even from a logic standpoint, like, I mean, if I'm just watching the show and they're like, Roman's been champion for 900 days, like, that's a number one, it's a long time. Number two, like, what? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> you know, he's been in what the last five or six main events of WrestleMania, right? Like, under different, you know, different characters, some better than others, but he's been there, he's done that. And for Cody to beat Roman at Mania after one of after Roman's biggest run he's had, that would have been huge. 
Um, you know, that 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 would have been huge because then it's like, dang, he beat this guy with his long reign. He beat this guy by hook or by crook with all the, uh, you know, with, with the Usos coming in and, you know, the rest of the bloodline coming in. And, and it's not like they don't have stories for Roman after he loses the title. This whole bloodline thing is a whole story, you know, how you break them up after he loses the title. Does Heyman turn on him? That's a whole nother, you know, there's plenty of other stories they could go with uh, outside of Roman being the champion. But, you know, um, let's let's jump into the show. I'm not, I'm probably, I don't know. Do you want to go match by match? How do you feel? Let's just do it. Let's go match by match. Let's go match by match. All right. So, starting out night one, we had a two-hour pre-show. Uh, which I didn't watch. I was just throwing it out there. So either. now, and basically for those of you, because we, <laughs> we've been doing this podcast for so long. We've been through, what, five-hour, six-hour, one-night manias. We've been through two-night manias. We've been through COVID manias. We've been through uh, manias with pre-shows with matches on them. Uh, we've we've been through all the eras. <laughs> we've been through pre-shows with title matches on them for WrestleMania that mm-hmm. shouldn't have had title matches because they should we, be on the main card. And yeah, and speaking of, uh, we've been through manias where the Intercontinental Championships or U.S. titles were not defended in night one. I'm I'm and that's kind of and that's the kind of thing about it too. Like I'm I'm glad they do two nights now because they can fit everybody on the darn card. Uh, instead of trying to fit everybody in five hours, which is still possible because it's such a long show. But anyway, um, we started out with Austin Theory defending the U.S. title against John Cena. I was a little surprised they started the show like this, but at the same time, I wasn't. Uh, you know, kind of people were waiting to see, you know, John Cena and how he was going to look in this match. And um, it, But I think it was exciting to see Austin Theory go over. Uh, you know, I think he needed it. I think, I think he gets better and better, uh, the more and more he works. I like that he's the U S champion. Um, you know, I, I know I am Mr. Uh, put the title on him before, before he's ready, but I like that he, uh, is the U S champion. Cause I think he, it, and number one, it, it lets him build the prestige of the U S championship, but also like it builds him up to, uh, you know, it's a double edge type thing where, where both, I think both benefit. You get a young, a young guy who looks like he he belongs, um, but also you let allow him to grow into what you want him to be too. But I mean, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Casey, what what do you think about the opening contest? I thought it was good. I think um, you know it's it's kind of I I thought of it as a passing of the torch sort of, uh, and and maybe not fully passing the torch, but I think the feud with John Cena, you know. And let's be honest, uh, Austin Theory is going to be that that if they keep, if they keep him and they book him right, and I say that because Vince is back and we don't know what Vince is going to do. Although I think uh, Theory was one of his boys, so I, I don't think he'll be any issues with that. But I, I think he could easily be the next kind of face of WWE. He definitely has the charisma. He has the character. He has the in ring skill. Um, he, he can make you love him. He can make you hate, he he can make you hate him. Um, and you know, Cena didn't need to win this match. Cena, you know, this, this wouldn't have, this wouldn't have done anything for Cena if he, if he won, he doesn't need the title. You know, it, it only would have hurt Austin, uh, theory. So I, I think it was a, a well booked match and, and I, I've, 
enjoyed the feud from what I've seen. So, okay. Uh, moving on to the showcase match, it was the Street Profits versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Alpha Academy with Chad Gable and Otis and the Viking Raiders. Um, I, the one thing I did like about this match is it kind of shows how deep the tag team roster is. Um, you know, there's still some really good tag teams. I, I think we get a lot of, of course, New Day and the Usos. Uh, but also the Street Profits, but I think sometimes we forget about some of these other teams. I know Ricochet and uh, and Braun are kind of thrown together, but they got I think they have potential of being a, a good team, um, you know, with that kind of yin and yang type team with the, the high flyer and the big powerhouse guy, um, you know, it's kind of kind of old school type team. And then with Gable and Otis, um, I, I think there's potential there too, but I think they're about to break them up, unfortunately, uh, with Otis being in the, the uh, maximum male models kind of teasing teasing that um i don't know if they'll go with it but we'll see and then of course the viking raiders um but i mean i think all these teams had a good showing I, honestly i think this match was uh really good and probably underrated uh and better than i even expected because i was not looking forward to this match just because it was like one of those matches they threw on the card just to have you know for lack of a better term a showcase match uh so um casey what, what did you think i thought this match was fantastic uh you know, me, me and Adam were, you know, sending each other voice messages all throughout, uh, all throughout Mania night one. And we were, we were having so much fun with this match. And we were talking about how, like, we, we weren't looking forward to it, but it, it was just, it was one of those matches. If you just sit back and enjoy it and stop, like, picking yeah. apart every little thing, it was fun. And, you know, if, if other members of the podcast had, you know, replied to us while we were watching the show, that would have been great, too. Like, um, DJ. I w- so, okay, for the record, night one, I was working. I did watch the oh. show, but I was working. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Uh, but, no, it's, I, I love this match. I, this was a, a genuinely fun match to watch. This this is a match that I would go back and I would watch again just just for the fun of it. Um I, I am in support of breaking up uh, Gable and Otis because we need we need uh, old school Oof. Otis back. We, we need old we need... school. You, we're we're going to get old school Otis in the maximum male models. <laughs> okay, if we get if they actually do that, that's going to be so much better than <laughs> than Gable and and Otis. Oh, it's that. I mean, but Shush is the best part of Raw. Like, no, it's on. not. It's terrible. It is the worst part of Raw. Shush, please. It is almost as bad as. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say that because you're going mad. <laughs> Who was your favorite member of, of this of this match? Your boy. My favorite. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. You you talking about my boy Angelo with the two headbands? The <laughs> cursed greatness. Wait a minute. He got he's the, the worst. He's the best. He's the worst. You're a hater. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a hater. You want the smoke. That's what that is. Uh, <laughs> the only the only good thing he did was that tackle on the outside. What? He's great. Anyway, Logan he's Paul, trash. Seth. I wish they would could call him this freaking Rollins. Um, I wish they would didn't have it as his official name. Like, just make it a nickname and shut up. Um, <laughs> this was good. I didn't like the Logan Paul sponsorship thing. I thought it was stupid. Uh, but 
I mean, it made for a good spot through the table with, with KSI being out there or whatever. Um, I don't know KSI like that because I don't follow Logan Paul like that, but um, it was it was still kind of cool. Um, you know, it was cool to see the little. I mean, it, it was it was gimmicky and weird, but uh, but it was funny. The, the the table spot was funny with it, but Seth won, which I'm glad because um, I feel like Seth's been kind of on a losing streak lately, and I think he needed a win to kind of get his get himself back going and. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, uh, and we'll see where they go with this. Because I mean, the one thing about a Logan Paul match at Mania is like it's not like it's gonna lead to anything. It's just a Logan Paul match at Mania. To say you had Logan Paul at Mania, that's pretty much how that goes. <sighs> Anywho, um, not not bad at all though. Really, really, really not bad at all. Um, I don't know if you're still there. I'm here. Okay. Um, what were your thoughts on Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul? I'm very sad that apparently, from what I'm hearing, uh, that was uh, Logan Paul's last appearance in WWE, uh, which is complete bull. They need to sign him. That's surprising, though. Like right now, that's that's kind of surprising. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't and I, albeit like I don't know. Not that they don't have the money to do it, uh, but I don't know how much a contract with him would be, but. I mean, that, that, that's kind of weird, though, especially, I don't know, the UFC, the merger thing just makes me think of the crossovers type stuff, too, that they'll try to do with it. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. Just, that's I didn't realize that, though. Wow. That's that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but that's what I heard. Um, I, I thought this was, this was another fun little match. Um, I, I, I genuinely like Logan Paul. You know, since he's been in WWE, I, I think he's a good worker. I think he's talented. I think with a little bit more work, he could be really good. Um, and especially putting him in, in they they do put him in matches with gen, you know, guys who are genuinely good in the ring. So like, if there are any little mistakes that he makes, they can cover very well. Uh, like a Seth Rollins, who is one of the best on the roster. Period. Um, and Adam and I were talking about it. We 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 don't understand what uh what exactly Seth Rollins' gimmick is, but we love it. I have no idea what it is. I don't get it, but I love it. I love everything about it. I, I love the, the 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 coat that he came out in. I don't know what that was, but it was amazing. And then the pink like uh Sean Michaels tribute underneath was cool. And I don't know. Um, but yeah, good match. Um, I thought the prime energy sponsorship was stupid. Uh, another just cash grab for WWE. Um, and then it ending up being KSI. Um, I, I can't even count how many people on social media and like uh, on like TikTok and all that initially were like is is that is that our truth is that is that our truth uh and then they were like KSI and everyone's like who who the, who the hell is KSI uh cuz i was like who the hell is KSI like i've heard of him but like i don't i didn't know he was a boxer apparently i just thought he was just some random youtube personality um but yeah a fun match. I I hope that they bring Logan back because I I genuinely like him. 
a in WWE. Outside of WWE, not too much, but you know. Okay. Um, moving on to the six man tag match, which was Damage Control versus Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch. All right, I'm going to say this, and you're going to be mad at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. Did, 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 okay, I'm going to ask a question. That's just, I'm just going to ask a question. Be nice. what, what you got? Did, what you got? Did Lita look a little bit slow in this match? I don't know. This is my bathroom break. <laughs> what? <laughs> how? I, I, how did you go to the bathroom for 14 minutes? I, what did you eat? <laughs> I did not care about this match at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so tired. Like, I love Lita. I love Trish. I do. But I'm so tired of WWE being like, oh, we have no ideas. Let's bring back some legends again because yeah. we have nothing else to do. I, yeah. Well, and like even I don't know, like I don't know what they would have done, but they could have. I don't know. They could have paired Becky with like, see, and I don't know why WWE doesn't do this more often, but like, why don't you do like a one night only type thing? Not the impact special, like, but like, just like bring somebody up for one night only, right? Like, have talk. I don't think toxic attraction is still together, but have toxic attraction come up as like a hey, I know I got some friends, you know, in, in, in other places type thing, and let it be for a one night type thing, and then Becky can go about her business because that's all this is. It's not like they're gonna have Trish and Lita be around for a while now, albeit I know. Lita and Becky are the tag champions, but that was the other weird part about this match too. Is like, I get like the surprise factor of having Lita and Becky as champions, but why not defend it and let them switch back? Like, because we know that's not going to last very long. But also, why why are Becky and Lita tag team champions? That's just yeah. weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. But anywho, Dominic versus Ray. I love Dominic's entrance. Um, I wish my only issue with Dominic's entrance was they made that such a joke throughout the whole time that it, like after it happened, you know, uh, I did hard time. Like they made it such a joke the whole time. Why'd they try to make it a serious entrance? <laughs> that was my only issue. Like it was a joke. It's been a running joke for months. Well, and, and I was, again, when you weren't uh, paying attention to the chat, uh, Adam and I were talking about this, and I was like, first of all, none of this makes sense because why why are they allowing him to wear his wrestling gear in prison? Also, he was there for one night. Why is he still in there now? <laughs> on top of that, he got into the van without the coat on, and then when he got out of the van, he had a coat on. So did they uncuff him, let him put a coat on, and then cuff him again? <laughs> It's just, there were so many plot holes in this. And then also, for this being such a, like, th this was an emotionally charged match. It was legitimately a son versus his dad. Yeah. And they had the cinnamon toast crunch guy out there. <laughs> I was like, out of all of the matches, you could have had yeah. sponsored by cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> This one is the one that you chose. <laughs> I, don't even, 
I, I forgot all about that. My other issue, too, speaking of uh, things that didn't make sense, is why not have Ray come out first? Why not have Ray watch his son come out of a police car in handcuffs? Isn't that right. like a father's worst nightmare or one of them? Like, why? Why? Like, that didn't make any sense either. But uh, as far as the match goes, I mean, I thought it did what it was supposed to do. You know, it was personal. Dominic talked a lot. Uh, you know, you kind of had that feeling of hope of like, hey, come on, Ray, you know, beat your son. That, that sounds bad out of context, but <laughs> come on, Ray, you got this. Like, you know, like, like, he, like, you know, I know he's bigger, probably not stronger, but he's bigger than you and all, but you can do it. And then like, you know, involving the family and whatnot made it a little personal. Uh, but it, I mean, it was nice to see uh, Ray get the win, but uh, what's your thoughts? I thought it was a good match. Um you know, more more of the storytelling aspect was good. Um, then you know, how, how you gonna how you gonna go over to your sister and you gonna pour water in her face? That they they should have let her go. They should have let her beat him. I would I would have I would have popped for that. Um, also, to to backtrack a little bit because uh, I I don't know why this made me right remember it because I forgot it, but um. I think after Cena lost, they should have brought out the Make-A-Wish kids again because that would have been real heel heat. I'm just saying. I, I, was, I, was, I was hoping for the, uh, the DJ Beal reply, uh, reaction to that. I guess I'm not going to get the DJ Beal reaction to that. I get no, it's 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 fine. We're just gonna we're just gonna hang out here and wait for DJ to come back, cause uh, you know. But, but, yeah, yeah. Right, there, there he is. There he is. You you missed my whole thing, didn't you? I did. Sorry. <laughs> uh, can you can you uh, say it in in four times speed? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> what what did you what did you hear? Um. I got up as soon as you started talking. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't it, my fault. It was. It, it, was. it, it was. wasn't my anyway, fault. Anyway, I was saying it was a good match. I, I, I think they should have let uh, Ray's daughter beat up Dominic because that would have been great. Uh, <laughs> I don't like they held her back. But, and then I said, to backtrack a little bit because I forgot to mention it earlier, I think that when Cena lost, they should have brought the Make-A-Wish kids out again because that would have been real heel heat. <laughs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> um, Charlotte versus Rhea. Excellent as always. Expecting nothing less. Um, glad Rhea won because I think there was plenty of times where you felt like maybe Charlotte might win because LOL Charlotte wins. Uh, but um, it 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 was definitely good. I think I lost power in here. But anyway, it was definitely good. Um, what was your thoughts on Rhea versus Charlotte? Um, I thought it was it, it was a good match. It was a good match. I was confused at the end because Charlotte was just sitting at, at ringside and and she, like smiling, and I'm like, why why are you smiling? You just lost. I don't understand what's going on. But why why are you happy right now? You just lost the title. She what, was what proud. She was a proud mammy. She ain't the mammy though. <laughs> she, 
I don't know. I, a good match. I'm, I'm glad that Rhea won. So. All right. Moving on to the filler match of the night, Pat McAfee versus The Miz. Um, I think they needed a cooldown match, so they did this. Uh, poor Miz. I, I tell you. Anywho, um, it was cool to see Pat McAfee back. I don't know why they never bought the rights to whatever the first song he came out. Uh, not the one he came out in NXT, but the first song he, I think, debuted at Mania. Um, I think it's just, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all know what I mean. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think that was a song he came out to. Anywho, they should have bought that. Uh, or bought the rest. That is not helpful at all. You know the song, the, the thing, the, the anyway. anyway uh, are, there, are there lyrics to the oh, whoa, whoa? No, there isn't. It's literally oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> all right. Um, I've never heard <laughs> of that song. Um, it's like a stadium chant. Anywho, um, Pat McAfee won this match, and I'm not necessarily shocked. So, anywho, uh, what was your thoughts on it? Uh, it was cool to see Pat, though, and Michael Cole mark out for Pat every time. I mean, I, I marked out for Pat every time, but, you know. I was happy to see Pat, but I was also confused, like, why? why I, I, was, I didn't know if, like, a match had been pulled and they, like, put this in place of it or, like, if they were short on time and they needed to fill time. Uh, but I mean, anytime, anytime you see Pat McAfee, it's a good time. So, all right. Then we had the main event, which was the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, I think both Kevin and Sami got good reactions uh, coming out, but uh, I think at the same time, I think. Everybody knew who was going to win this match, and it was great, right? Like, everybody knew Sammy and Kevin were going to win, but we did not care at all, and we were excited for it. And the reaction was good afterwards. Um, even just, like, the storytelling of it was good. Um, just, like, the whole, like, you know, I mean, the Usos are the dominant champs, but we know that, you know, Sammy especially can get riled up, and he can reel off a couple of hula kicks, and there you go. It's over. Uh so I mean I I I thought this was good and and I I like like two at the end with Sammy and Jay, um, you know how they kind of had their little one on one type thing, uh, where Sammy kind of gets him back and everything. I th- I thought that was good. Um, this was excellent. I I, I definitely I, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, what was your thoughts? Uh, match of the weekend. Uh, the the only uh main event that mattered this weekend. Because the other one, they dropped the ball. Okay. Um, moving on to night two. Before you get into night two, I'm just curious. Which one do you like better, night one or night two? Uh, night one. So I can expect what, uh, so I can, uh, ex- expect what I'm about to get out of this second part of this review. <laughs> um <laughs> Night two was a night. Um, yeah, I agree. Yep. Night, night one, <laughs> night one was really good. It had a really good ending to it. It had a good start. It had ma- good matches in between. Yeah, I agree. I, I like night night one too. Um, not, I, night I two even, felt. I don't even remember the matches on night two. To be <laughs> honest. Um, 
Moving on to Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Why they started the show with this match, I don't ever understand. Um, I just, I, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand why you would start the show with this match. Um, I mean, it just like I want to like Omos, I really do, but like Omos is like I don't know, like. At least with like Braun or these other guys, you feel like you get something. But Omos is just so stiff and rigid and can't move. Like I don't know, it's just not. It's not. It's not given what it's supposed to. I was a little surprised he didn't win the match, just because. Like I mean, I kind of get it now, but just because, like you know, put Omos over if you really wanted to do, you know, be something. Like you can't keep having him lose to every big opponent he faces. Uh, he can squash every jobber, but lose every big match. But um, did you have any thoughts on Lesnar versus Omos? And what the heck is MVP doing for him? What I, really uh, I, I have no idea. I, 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 this should have been Lashley Lesnar. We all know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. Should have been Lashley Lesnar. So sad. Anywho, would have been far better. Yep. The, the women's showcase match. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan and Rackle Rodriguez, uh, Natalia and Shotzi, and Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. These things felt a little bit more like thrown together. Like Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, like what? Um, Natalia and Shotzi, like what? Um, I was surprised that Rousey and Shayna won because when did they ever push Shayna? Uh, which is an issue within itself, but. Um, I mean, the match was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It just it wasn't as good as the men's match, uh, mainly. But I'm glad Ronda and Shayna won. Hopefully, they do something with them. Like, you know, uh, this that that that'd be a perfect team to give the tag titles to because they actually legitimately look like they could beat you. So there you go. Uh, Casey, what's your thoughts? Uh, there was a match. I I, de- I definitely do want to see Ronda and Shayna as tag team champions because uh, I I've wanted them to be a team for so long because it just makes sense and they finally are so let's let's push them push them yeah I agree Sheamus Drew McIntyre Gunther Intercontinental Championship match can you ask for anything better uh, Casey what was your thoughts. D- they they hit so hard. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> this match hurt to watch, and I couldn't <laughs> stop. This is give us more of this. Just, just big old dudes beating the hell out of each other. D- do it. Thank you. Th- that's it. That's all. Okay. And 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 I, I wanted uh, I wanted Gunther to win, so I, I'm so I was happy. I was happy. Okay. Um. Yeah, for me, I I, I thought this was excellent. This was a very stiff match, like no botching, you know. Uh, I I just really felt like I feel like these guys just fit together very well. Like they, you know, we saw with the the Gunther Sheamus match how physical and, and good that type of match could be. And then adding Drew in just added, you know, just kind of ramped it up a little bit. Um, 
And it was good because, you know, of course, Sheamus and Drew are legitimate threats to the Intercontinental Championship. They've been world champions before. And for Gunther to, to beat them, and, you know, in the way that he does, I think, you know, lends his hand to him, you know, becoming world champion uh, sometime in the near future, too. Um, honestly, speak, oh, well, Gunther's a heel, though, isn't he? They're not going to pull the trigger on. But anyway, um, I mean, Gunther might be a, a, a good guy to take the title off of Cody when he finally went, after he finds it, finally wins it. Like, not the night after, like, you know, months and maybe a year and a half after or something. Um, you know, it would be nice. But, yeah, this was good. Asuka, Belair, shout out to the little girl in the uh, entrance. Uh, during Bianca Belair's entrance, just cool, but hopefully, uh, you know, I'm sure she's sad, but still a cool moment for her and all those little girls, uh, to kind of get to do their routine. Um, I tried to do what she did. I couldn't do it. I, I, I was on the floor. That's what took so long for the review. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get back up. So, uh, but Oscar, uh, I'm surprised that this match went this way. I thought Oscar was definitely going to win this match, and they surprised me and let Bianca win. Uh, I, I was honestly really surprised that that's how this match went, but I, I, I thought it was good. I, I'm glad I'm glad they did it. Um, cool to see Bianca retain, but I was a little surprised. Casey, what do you think? I... <sighs> yeah. Again, it it. I wasn't really looking forward to this match, but it was a match, and why? Because why do you hate Oscar and Bianca? I don't hate Oscar and Bianca. I just don't know how to take Oscar half the time. I don't know if she's face. I don't know if she's he. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, Mike. Is Oscar fake? Like, what sometimes they just make her, make her like like if they just brought her out with cats, she could be a crazy cat lady or something. And, and I can get behind that. <laughs> uh, what were you saying though? You cut out. You didn't know she was face. You don't know if she's face or heel. That's where you. Yeah, were I like half the time I don't know if Oscar's face or heel, so I'm like I I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Uh, next one, <laughs> Miz and Snoop Dogg with uh, featuring Shane and Man Squad. Um, cool to see Shane back. Surprising to see Shane back. Um, <laughs> hate that it went. This <laughs> poor man. <laughs> hate that it ended like that. <laughs> but it was cool to see him back, though. I guess. Um, Snoop Dogg <laughs> was like, what is going on? And even Miz was like, I didn't know anything. I think everybody was genuinely like, oh, crap. What the heck did we do? <laughs> and Snoop Dogg with the the Snoopy elbow uh, was, was, <laughs> was one of the stiffest elbows I've ever seen. <laughs> I think everything Snoop did uh, during Mania was, was stiff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey, what was your thoughts on the return or lack thereof of Shane McMahon and um, the Snoop Dogg, what ended up being a match versus the Miz? 
I mean, I, I think this proves that Vince is more talented than Shane. Vince, uh, Vince tore both of his quads at the same time, not just one. Uh, so <laughs> Shane's got to work on that. I have no idea what I thought about this. I didn't even see what exactly happened. All I saw was Shane down because I looked away for a second. Shane was down and then he rolled out of the ring and I was just like, <laughs> what is going on right now? And then Snoop Dogg did the stiff elbow and like killed Miz. I don't... Oh, it was a dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, the demon Finn Balor versus Edge. Well, given the previous circumstances of the previous match, this match happened in daylight. Don't think it was supposed to. Finn's entrance looked dumb. Edge's entrance looked okay. Um... The tables were purple. Oh. The candlesticks were purple and red. But the cage, though, it was just silver. So, yeah, this was just underwhelming. I don't know what it is about the cell matches nowadays, but they just, it's like they try too hard, but they did crazier stuff before. And Finn got split open, which was ridiculous. Just gash, if you can even call it that. Um, and, you know, I think the match ended maybe a little earlier. I mean, it was 18 minutes. They probably didn't want to go too much longer. But just like, I mean, he fought through it, so shout out to him for that. But, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Um, don't know. Just don't. Just don't know. Just don't know. Um it just wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I was kind of surprised. Wish it was a night. I'll throw it out there. Uh, they could have literally done anything to push it back a couple more minutes so it could be nighttime. But anyway, uh, Casey, what was your thoughts? Uh, no, you 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 pretty much got it. Actually, um, to push it back some. Yep. Instead of having Lashley walk out on the stage and just raise his hand and walk away, but yeah. Yep. Finn's entrance looks stupid. <laughs> looks so dumb. Um, yeah. It, it, it wasn't bad, but it just being darker, it would have it would have looked so much better and had better ambiance to it and just mm, I don't know. And I was really excited about this match too. I just I felt I felt like it kind of fell flat a little bit. Yeah. Moving on to the the main event. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Um match was good. I thought I mean I, th- I thought the match was was, was good. It had interference, which I expected. Uh, it was nice to see at the end with, uh, I mean, it looked like at some points that Cody was just going to just beat, you know, just straight up beat Roman without anything really happening. Uh, but, I mean, 
you know, I think we expected the interference from the Usos, but it was nice to see, like, Sammy and Kevin after they won the titles kind of, you know, even the score a little bit. And then somehow, Reigns won the match. And I was like, wait, what? Huh? I was literally in shock because I definitely thought that Cody was going to win. Um, maybe they push it to SummerSlam. Who knows? Guess we'll see. Uh, Casey, what was your thoughts on the main events of the evening? Everyone knew that Cody was going to win. Everyone. Every single person in that arena, or that stadium, I should say, knew and wanted him to win. And then he didn't. And it makes no sense. Stop trying to make this make sense and say it's going to push back to <laughs> SummerSlam. Stop. <laughs> Stupid. Just mm, literally 99.9% .9 of those people wanted Cody to win. Why? Why? Don't know. Just because you want, oh, we want him to get to a thousand days. For what? <laughs> For what? As it is, no one's pretty much going to beat that record. Yeah. Unless you have another huge star that you want to push again. I just, uh Yeah. It was dumb. Alrighty, well, that'll do it for the uh, review of WrestleMania 39. A true tale of two nights. Um, any uh, final thoughts, Casey, before we sign off uh, from the good people? Uh, uh, we will see y'all on the flippity-dippity. Oh, yeah. You don't even say that no more. <laughs> uh, well, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Um, as always, real quick, you can uh, watch or listen to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, it is the Classic, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasters, Google Podcasts, I think we're on too. Uh, so your favorite platforms, uh, all, all your favorites, you can watch on Facebook, YouTube, and we're also live on Twitter tonight, so uh, always fun. But uh, as always, we see you guys on the next on the flippity-dippity, oh yeah. Next time. Bye, y'all.